Welcome, Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters, to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hello. And Zach Rowland. What's up? And today we are talking about Season 7, Episode 5, Swim Deep. On this episode, Isaac is apparently the Terminator. Deb goes into hiding for an hour or two. Hannah knows where the bodies are buried, and Dexter burns a wedding photo to stop LaGuerta. What did you guys think of this episode overall? I actually enjoyed this episode. I really enjoy uh, the character of Isaac. He's just a beast. (laughs) And he actually seems like a formidable, smart opponent. So, it, it... at this point, it's interesting to see where it's going. I yeah. too liked this episode. I thought this was uh, this might have been my favorite of this season. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm okay with it. I don't know. I maybe I'm just, I've just lost my Dexter um, friendships, my Dexter love. I don't know what it is, man. I'm just already. I'm like dragging through these episodes now. Like, what? Am, why am I still here? <laughs> there's no friendships left no no not, not right now i do like isaac though i think that's probably my the character i i enjoy seeing the most on screen um yeah i don't know i'm scott buck's just destroying everything for me right now so that's my life is isaac just liam neeson's character from taken is that just pretty close to put him in there he's ukrainian instead of uh Irish, I think. Irish, whatever. yeah. <laughs> Same, but pretty similar. Northern Irish, yeah. They they do kind of have the uh, "I will find you." Oh yeah, conversation <laughs> in this episode. So, well, it starts with Harry watching Dexter polish his boat, doing quote unquote maintenance. Dexter says that Dub is stronger than Harry about handling Dexter's killing. Harry says it will eat away at her eventually, like salt water on steel. Dexter finds blood on the boat he uses luminol and determines that someone died on the boat that dexter didn't kill he grabs a swab to look into it gwen says to masuka we are not and never will be bros masuka tells deb that he's worried about being fired he found out that laguerta processed a blood slide from travis marshall at another lab deb assures masuka that she'll look into it what (laughs) how does masuka know that that was uh didn't he actually mention that a friend of his from another lab mentioned it? Yeah, but it's it's basically like Laguerta went to a secret lab specifically to not run it through Miami Metro and Masuka was the first to find out about it. He's a he's a rock star, man. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> My favorite thing is, like, that's a lot to process. We just went from Quinn telling Masuka off to Masuka being like, I'm the best. Look at this. Luguerta's doing shady stuff. We're bros. (laughs) We will never be bros. Yeah, exactly. Friendship denied. Oh. So, uh... Deb confronts LaGuardia about Masuka's information. LaGuardia is honest with Deb. She thinks that the real Bay Harbor Butcher killed Travis Marshall. Lundy's notes show that he had doubts about Dokes, and LaGuardia and Deb agree. 
Deb offers to help and mm-hmm. gives LaGuerta her file. Uh, Deb starts to lose her shit in the elevator. Yeah, what a place to be in. I mean, it's funny to be like, yeah, I agree, because I know the truth. And uh, wow, we're, we're, what am I going to do? I, I yeah. Deb, Deb is eh, like, she's come so far since season one. And and now it's almost like she it's almost like yeah she would have done I don't know uh b- better being in vice still and as opposed to like where she's at now having to deal with all the shit she's having to deal with so man I don't uh, I don't envy her at all <laughs> she was miserable in vice though no I know she was playing the not as miserable part. as she would be finding out that her brother is a serial killer though let's be honest. Yeah. Okay, fine, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, really, playing a hooker undercover is probably better than what she's doing yeah. now. And yeah. she had friends. She had friends when she was in Vice. Like, <laughs> those girls were her friends, and she has no friends now. She, yeah. yeah. But I do think this is Deb at her best, as far as performance-wise, story-wise. I think that's this episode really tops the Deb uh, storyline and she plays it so well that's, I think that's what I like the best about this episode is this is where we're really getting it's getting interesting with the conflict with her and Dexter yeah every episode she seems to be learning something new and it just keeps getting more and more complicated for her yeah and I like the complicated part of it in this episode where she's really having to make some decisions. Am I gonna be you know the am I gonna have some integrity or am I going to you know do anything to protect my brother? That's what I really like about this episode. We yeah. see that conflict a lot more. Dexter finds that the blood on the boat is Lewis's. Deb says to Dexter, we are in a storm of fuck. Deb has a list of missing people that fit the Bay Harbor Busher profile. Dexter points out three of them as bad people he killed. Dexter tells her about one of his victims, a wedding photographer who would abduct women from wedding receptions. Dexter nabbed him at a wedding reception. Deb thinks that someone may have a photo or remember seeing him there. Dexter returns to his apartment and realizes that someone is inside. He leaves a message with a silly voice to send Isaac to where Dexter will supposedly be. Dexter watches him walk out. He recognizes him from when they interacted at the foxhole. Dexter calls the restaurant and gets them to give Isaac the phone so they can talk. Isaac says that he won't stop with Dexter. He will kill everyone at Miami Metro involved in Victor's death, including Deb. Dexter says he worked alone. They make eye contact and agree to see each other later. Dexter shows Deb a picture of Isaac. They meet in the parking lot instead of the infinite alleyway of secrets. Uh, Dexter admits to killing Victor and says that it's likely that Isaac set up the bartender so Deb would close the case and move on. Dexter admits to finding Victor's fingerprint on a turn signal that he hid from Miami Metro. Deb berates him for making a murderer fall through the cracks to keep for himself. Dexter says that Victor thinks uh, she's involved. Nope, Isaac thinks that. Isaac thinks that she's involved in a police conspiracy to kill Victor. He makes elaborate plans for her to evade being followed and for them to stay at a hotel. And Dexter promises not to take a case away from Miami Metro again. You know, comparing the parking garage to the alley of infinite secrets or whatever we're calling it, they're talking not so quietly in a parking garage. And she's saying, 
pretty loudly, I think, that she helped him cover up three murders. Like the the Alley of Infinite Secrets or whatever we are calling mm-hmm. it would have been a much better place for this conversation than a parking garage. I have to think that whenever anybody speaks, if they're not speaking directly to a character, that character just hears like the peanut teacher voice. Oh, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> because... They've, they've admitted to murder like directly in front of people and, and nobody pays any attention whatsoever. Yeah. Well, and I half expect that there's just going to be a car sitting in the parking lot next to them that has uh, Angel sitting in the driver's seat and an IA officer <laughs> sitting in the back seat. And Angel just like turns to the guy and says, can you believe this shit they're doing? So... I actually kind of thought that would become a storyline here that somebody overheard it or, you know, I really kind of thought that's where it was going just because why else would they be talking in a parking garage about this? But yeah, didn't happen. Well, and their, their amazing plan to evade detection by Isaac, which involves getting cars out of the motor pool and staying at a hotel. It's like, yeah, he'll never figure that out. Um, Dexter stakes out the foxhole and learns that Isaac isn't just a hitman, he's a boss. Angel calls Dexter in. Hannah McKay is going to confess and lead them to more bodies. Hannah connects pieces of evidence to various victims of her former partner. Angel is doing all the talking. She's just pointing at bags and stuff, which is which is not great police procedure. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a false confession waiting to happen. Exactly. <laughs> Like, he's just, like, saying, like, here's what you did then, and here's what you did then. And she's just like, yeah, and, and that that bag is from those people. Yeah. Okay, and that bag is from these other people. Hope you don't run out of bags before the story's over. Uh, she identified a couple of pieces that represent a couple they killed and buried near a port. Angel leaves to set up a dig for the next day, and Hannah plays with the collapsing giraffe. Dexter thinks she's being nostalgic rather than scared. In the hotel room, Dexter has a hierarchy of the Koshka Brotherhood with Isaac on top. They reminisce about staying in a motel as kids when visiting an aunt near a beach. Dexter had watched her constantly trying to make sure she didn't drown. And Deb says, you were my hero. Koshka is an interesting name. I know someone whose name is Koshka uh, as a first name. So it's just funny to me to like watch a show and then have it be like a gang, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if the Kashka Brotherhood's a real thing or not. Probably I'm, not. I'm assuming not, but it's it's just weird to like know someone who's very actually very sweet and kind. And I'm pretty sure she's either Ukrainian or Russian, and her name is Kashka. And it's like, hmm, that's <laughs> they just pick a random name and there it is, you know. Pro- probably they were like Kashka. Yeah, that 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 sounds Ukrainian. Let's let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that uncommon of a name. No, no, not at all. It's just, it just kind of like, it's like a trigger, you know? <laughs> Translates to Bob Brotherhood. It's the, yeah, it's the same as the American Brian Brotherhood. Yeah. Which doesn't sound as cool as Kashka, but there you go. Dexter and Angel are at the dig site. Angel asks if Dexter thinks the bartender shot himself. Dexter lists the facts, which makes it sound like he does think the bartender committed suicide. Hannah sidles up to Dexter and starts flirting with him about blood. 
After Dexter tells a story about the tragedy of a ruined sandwich murder, Hannah says, look at us, talking blood and gore like we're on a date sharing our first sexual experience. Ay ay ay. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I just why why can't I leave this conversation? <laughs> Dexter's story of feeling sad about a sandwich is like a 10 out of 10 ridiculous Dexter moment for me. It's like so, he's like yeah. a yeah. It, it's like a cookied moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm well and truly cookied. It's so sad that nobody's going to eat that sandwich. No one's going to eat that sandwich. Bad <laughs> yeah. about the bloody sandwich. LaGuerta and Deb go to talk to one of the potential new Bay Harbor Butcher victims, the one that Dexter told Deb about. They end up interviewing the victim's son. The son shares that the day his dad disappeared was the best day of his life. His father beat his mother and the son. The son gives them a stack of photos from the wedding reception to look through for faces. Deb catches a glimpse of Dexter and tells LaGuerta they should look through them at the station. Back at the dig site, Masuka, Angel, and Dexter have located the bodies of a couple. Dexter replays the killing based on stab wounds in the fabric. Hannah watches him closely. Dexter realizes that Hannah killed the woman, but does not share this with Miami Metro. Back in his car, Hannah asks Dexter why he stopped. Dexter points out a scar on Hannah's hand. She says Wayne did it to her. Dexter calls bullshit. He says that she slipped on the blood from stabbing so many times. Hannah killed the woman. Hannah doesn't care. She has immunity on any crime she committed with Wayne. And she says a girl's got to protect herself. Which wouldn't be how immunity works. But, yeah. In Miami, that's exactly how immunity works. <laughs> Clearly, like <laughs> you just get blanket immunity for anything. Yeah, yeah. It's- I I did this murder. I'm going to show you where I buried the bodies. But remember, I got the uh, the immunity card, and then they hold it up in court. It's a card that Jeez. says immunity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if they didn't like just simplify it down to immunity, she definitely could have gotten a plea bargain for f- showing them where the bodies were. Yeah. Because otherwise they would never find them. She was underage too, right? Yes. When she killed him, so then it'd be... She She was like 15 or something. So like, yeah, would she even be able to be tried? uh, Even if she admitted it? Like, if you're a child... In Florida, yes. In Florida, yeah. (laughs) Oh. In Florida, I'm Florida, I think you're an adult at 14 or 15. But they, I mean, they did make a big deal about that as the part of her plea agreement with the original case. Um, no, she hadn't admitted to doing any of the murders. And so far they, the only person that knows that she did murder was Dexter. Um, but they basically like gave her a slap on the wrist because she was a minor and didn't actually do the stabbing. And here we are less than 20 minutes later. And while there is some extenuating circumstances on this one, Dexter has now hidden another piece of evidence to let a killer go free so he can take care of them himself. Right. He's learned a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, which I... Okay, so, Zach, (laughs) as the person who has not seen this episode before... Mm -hmm. What do you think of Dexter deciding to 
keep Hannah for himself, basically. Uh, I think that it 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 actually plays into sort of where his uh, behavior's been going in the last few seasons. You know, I mean, like the code when once the code was sort of broken, um, yeah. it's like okay, now all bets are off. He's playing by his own rules. And so if he sees fit to hide evidence to take care of something on his own, you know, I think eventually we'll find out what his true intentions are, but essentially like watching the episode being like, oh, he's going to take care of this because he knows that he can do it better than Miami Metro can. And and that's still his thing, you know? I mean, I suppose at this point in the story, he just needs somebody to kill. Like, he hasn't had anyone to kill in a while, and Hannah is setting herself up as a good target for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wonder if it appears at this point like he's he's legitimately flirting with her, legitimately, like, interested in her beyond I would the say, potential target. I would say at this point, no. I, I would, there was that, like, little yeah. shudder episode or two ago when they go to the... Uh, greenhouse to get the dna and like kind of a little bit cotton swab or whatever yeah yeah but like throughout this episode no i think he's his focus definitely seems more or less on like i'm gonna figure this out and i I can prove it to myself so that i can take you out you know it seems pretty direct honestly that makes sense uh as dexter leaves he sees that isaac is following him dexter leads him to the wrong side of town a bunch of Colombian gang members are inside the bar. Dexter was- walks in and says Kashkas and goes into the men's room. He escapes out a window before Isaac walks in. Dexter hears gunshots as he walks back to his car and leaves. <laughs> um, that just felt like a Grand Theft Auto moment to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Hey, follow me into this police station with your gun. Let's see what happens. <laughs> wasted uh deb has slipped the photo evidence of dexter at the wedding reception into her pocket angel tells her that he has doubts about the bartender being mike's killer he is immediately called to the crime scene the bar where dexter just let isaac when miami metro arrive at the bar isaac is nowhere to be seen there's a whole lot of dead colombians quinn says the killers might have been kashka brotherhood Dexter replays what happened at the scene. He tells him that all of the people were killed by the same man. Deb says, so we're looking for the fucking Terminator. (laughs) Dexter looks sick. Dexter tells Deb that if they can link the blood Isaac left at the scene to him, that she can arrest him for the murders. I love this scene. This is probably my favorite thing about this whole thing. But again, it's because it's Isaac just tearing through people (laughs) like he is a Terminator. And I'm a sucker for that kind of action. So this was, I think it was, was like, it was a cool storytelling thing to not show, uh, not show it happen when Isaac actually went in there, but to show it through Dexter's retelling. Yeah. I think that was an interesting way to, you know, just like really chop that scene up and edit it down to just the most, the most awesome possible version of how Isaac took them all out. For sure. And essentially too, through the blood, like the blood splatter. Like, you know, it tells a story through how the blood is. Yes. But it, it's also like a holy shit moment for Dexter because he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. <laughs> 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 what have I done? 
Uh. Quinn gives Nadia one last ride to work. Her transmission is finally fixed. They make out at the foxhole. In the office, Isaac is getting his wound stitched up. The manager points Quinn out to Isaac. When Quinn returns to his unlocked car, there is a bag of money on the front seat. He puts it in the glove box and leaves. Dexter matches Isaac's blood via Interpol. He is immediately arrested and walked past Deb and Dexter. Angel congratulates Deb on arresting Isaac. He thinks that he says that he thinks <laughs> that Isaac killed Victor. Yeah. Deb condescends to Angel and says the case is closed and to let it go. That's an order. And then Deb feels like the poo poo. <laughs> yeah, why do you, why is she so mean to him? I mean, I guess he's just throwing up Angel. Yeah, he's just throwing out theories, you know, like, and they're supposed to be friends, which they've lost that friendship too. Like, we haven't seen them in scenes together very much, or, you know, almost at all. It's like, yeah, she's kind of bitchy in that moment. I guess that's Let's, her job, though. She's a lieutenant. But she's she's protecting well, Dexter. She's, yeah. Oh, from the, um, the Isaac and Victor Dexter, case? Dexter killed Victor, and she knows that. She does know that. Okay. And that she doesn't sense. want Angel, like, stirring up I anything. Got it. got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, that's why uh, she shuts him down, and she does it so hardcore. I, thought I think she was it's just so unlike mean. her. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, so it's sorry, just you. so unlike her to go that way um, and be that aggressive with Angel that to me it would almost make him more suspicious, I would think, because that's so not how she approaches things with him. Generally, she's open to hear what he has to say. But no, it just Of course, really... that would be if he's a better detective, so. Right. It just deeply <laughs> hurts his feelings and he walks out. <laughs> sad teaser. Sad teaser. Always sad. Unless he's being stabbed. <laughs> In which case, he stabbed Tista. That's right. Dexter and Isaac have a conversation through glass of the jail. Isaac tells the story of how his grandfather got revenge after spending years in a Siberian gulag. And Isaac assures Dexter that prison is not the end of the vendetta. Deb shows I like, Dexter... Th- I was going to say, I really like the story, too, because it's such a, like a, an interesting tale of how... Uh, things work in other parts of the world, you know, I mean, different time period, different regime, and like all the things that happened to his family member, and then for him to come back and then like do what he did. I don't know. I, I, I think that was very, it was a very, it was told very well, but it's also a really interesting story. Yeah. I, I also kind of felt like it was one of those, uh, do you know how I got these scars? kind of conversations <laughs> where he just made up whatever story he needed to, to scare Dexter. Sure. The way it was framed and how it came clo- so close to the end of this episode, I, I thought maybe that they were writing him out to bring him back in the already greenlit season eight. That's, that's kind of how it felt. Oh, that they were the, taking Isaac out yeah. of the show for a while. Kind of like that. we're going to forget him and then all of a sudden he's going to pop back up later. Uh, and that's that's what this made me think. Sort of like a Jeremy Downs? Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember Jeremy oh, Downs. Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Never forget. Who just committed suicide for no reason. Yeah. Um, 
Yep, end yeah, of so that well plot executed. line. Yeah, I, I agree with Aaron, though. I thought it was like, oh, they busted him. He's supposed to be like one of the bigger forces against Dexter this season. It's only half, not even halfway through. Like, okay, yeah, maybe they'll save him for something else because he's not dead. Uh, he they they did what the uh, what the Marvel Cinematic Universe refuses to do, which is leave the bad guys alive so you can reuse the character again. Yeah, <laughs> so annoying. So yeah, I'm glad he didn't die. I'm glad he didn't kill him. I'm <laughs> glad that like he he's he's gonna be around for some re- reason or other. Uh. Deb shows Dexter the photo that she stole back at Dexter's apartment. Deb doesn't want to know about this part of Dexter's dark side anymore. She's upset that she had to lie to Angel. Dexter says that if Lundy didn't figure her out, it's unlikely LaGuerta will. Deb gets more upset. If Lundy saw them now, dot, dot, dot. Deb starts taking, uh, starts talking about their beach trip again. She says that, if there's anything, asks him if there's anything that she should know about the bodies they dug up after Dexter processed them. And he says, no, keeping his revelation about Hannah to himself. And he burns the picture. Hmm. <laughs> you just can't help it. So, yeah, this is the anti-friendship episode, I think. Oh, so many anti-friendships. Like, Dexter's not being a friend to Deb. Deb's not being a friend to Angel. Uh, Quinn's not being, Quinn's not being bros Masuka. with Masuka. Right. Yep. Uh, LaGuerta and Deb are about the like only friends. Yeah, that's right, Brooke. That's exactly right. Yes. I want no more, more friendship. friendship in my no Dexter. more Zach. Mm-mm, Who I'm are out. the only friends, Zach? Uh, LaGuerta and Deb. Oh, yeah. Which is a weird, like, back and forth. Yeah, they're friendship. real close. Yeah. yeah. But are they? I mean, <laughs> Deb's sabotaging they? her. So I'm thinking they're not even really friends. We have no friends in this show. <laughs> Here, take these wedding photos that you mysteriously want to help me with at some point. Please do not fuck me. <laughs> I don't even, know. even though I fucked you so many times. <laughs> so many times. This episode was directed by Ernest Dickerson, who directed nine episodes between seasons three and eight, and written by Scott Reynolds, who wrote 12 episodes between seasons two and eight. What was the best line of the episode? I actually like the line uh, where Deb says, I've already helped you cover up three murders. And then she pauses for a second and says, how did this become my life? Mm -hmm. I had a combination of the whole, um, well, Dexter says, or is that there's only evidence of one killer, one brutally efficient killer, and Deb saying, So we're looking for the fucking Terminator? Uh, that mm-hmm. whole this little situation there was so funny. Uh, honorable mention to Deb's, Deb's use of the term fuck nugget because it is my personal favorite curse to use. <laughs> um, so I was very excited one. to hear that because I use it a lot. But I actually went with her little speech at the end um, when she's uh, when she says, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, but you're not who I thought you were. It doesn't mean I have to change where she's realizing she's been compromising so much of herself, uh, you know, to try to help him. I thought that was a pretty good, good yeah. line. Good scene. Not as good as fuck nugget, but it works. <laughs> How about the worst line of the episode? <sighs> I really hated the line um, during Dexter's conversation with Isaac where he's, 
Isaac says, I don't really know who you are. And, and Dexter replies, if you ever find out, you'll regret it. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, it was such a Batman and the Joker <laughs> scene. <laughs> that whole thing was a Batman and Joker scene, like him in prison there. Oh, man. I went with the sandwich line. That was a easy one there. The bloody, sad sandwich. <laughs> no one's going to eat that sandwich. That was mine. <laughs> Gross. How about the performance of the episode? Isaac killed a bunch of people. It has to go to Isaac, right? Uh, I second that. <laughs> Isaac, for sure. I went with uh, with Deb on this one. I know, I feel like I've been picking Deb a lot, but she's she's really had a lot to do with the storyline, and I thought this was her strongest so far this season. This you know, Ray Stevenson as Heath Ledger, as Arnold Schwarzenegger, as the Terminator. <laughs> Didn't get it. <laughs> I mean Not for me. He he got it for when he he played the Punisher in Dexter. It was awesome. He, he killed all those gangsters. It's great. Yep. Well, that'll do it, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, you guys, for talking through this episode with me. We're, we're getting there. Uh, we'll see you on the next Deeply Discussing Dexter. <laughs>